Welcome to Sober Sisters Talk, a podcast on recovery with Elizabeth Pudwell and MG. We bring you our experience, strength, and hope from a variety of sources, therapy, 12-step recovery, and life lessons of long-term sobriety. To contact us, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Sober Sisters Talk. We're glad you're here. Now here's our next podcast. Also, we'd love to invite you to a Zoom meeting this Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're interested, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com and we'll send you the meeting information and password. We hope to see you this Friday. Thank you. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. This is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and together we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So this is the second week in January, and um, last week we talked about accountability, and um, we talked about accountability in the uh, in the meeting as well. And because of that, um, MG got an email from one of our listeners, and it's great. She talks about the intentions that she wants to set. And uh, Elizabeth, she didn't send you number 13, which was uh, she wants to dis- dislike cats less and quit, <laughs> and, quit, and quit referring to them as evil toxoplasmosis gifters. So that was, a, that was an aside. But That's funny. Yeah. So uh, do you want to read them, sort of like 1 through 12? Sure. Yeah. Well, what... Before I do, one of the things that, you know, when MG sent this to me earlier today, um, you know, I read it and I was, um, I was thinking about it, like, you know, that some people may, some people knew, I mean, cause I don't know about you, but when I came in and, um, I was really struggling in, in, um, AA, I was like facing a, 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 a jail sentence, you know? Yeah. I was facing big, heavy stuff. And people, I remember going to a, an AA meeting and the women were talking about, oh, I painted my nails green yesterday and it just made me feel so good. And I want to get up and leave this like, bitch, you know, it, this stuff is not real. This is not. So um, I do think that it's being in withdrawal and being in that place where... You're just dog paddling to stay alive every day. That this is what comes after all of that. Well, it just, you know, just while you were talking, I just wanted to talk about that we got an email in from, you know, someone and that they, she said they're, she's white knuckling it and that she's terrified. And, uh, and I didn't forward this to you. Let me forward this to you. And, um, you know, I, I haven't asked her permission to talk about it online. But when we are white-knuckling it, when we are terrified, these are the things that we can do. And, you know, the things that our listener sent to us are just, you know, these straightforward things that are like top lines, but you're right. I mean, this is a serious, serious situation, and there's a lot of people struggling out there. 
and I never want to take it lightly. Right. And that's, that's why I wanted to preface this because it is not, it, it's not, a, th this list is not to um, make light of your dire situation, you hanging on. And um, I would say too, um, you know, I met with someone last night, a sponsee, and she kept asking me, how do I prevent you know, how do I prevent mm. doing this? How mm. do I prevent doing this? And I said, well, mm. here's the thing. You have a hole in your soul and you're trying to fill it with all of these other things and it's not working. It's so the God hole. It's the God hole. We heal the hole in your soul and then you stop, you, you stop seeking out unavailable people. You recognize it. And this is part of healing the hole in the soul. It doesn't feel like it because in the beginning you got to get through withdrawal and you've got to start working the steps and you have to create space. That's the only way I know how to do it is to create space from the acting out behavior right. and space heals the outer edges of the whole. And the reason that we have to stop the acting out is because the acting out for me was like re-traumatizing myself. Over and over and over. And so we have to stop that to have just a little bit of breathing room. You don't need much. I mean, you know, my gosh, you know, one month, two months, three months, you can make so much progress. It was very painful for me to do like my first withdrawal, very excruciating. The second withdrawal, not so much because I kind of knew what to expect. And I had a lot of tools already in place. But the first one, you know, I had like anxiety attacks and I couldn't catch my breath. And I just, you know, would burst into tears at any moment, including at work, which was totally inconvenient and unprofessional. So, <laughs> you know. No, I do know. I used to cry every day at work and I could see the, 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 the teardrops dropping on my keyboard. You know, I would just be sitting in front of my computer crying, you know, and I did that for a long time before I stopped. Yeah before it got better. Yeah. Um, so when we read this list together, as we explained to you that we usually do before we start to record, um, we kind of plan where we're going to go with this. And MG had the brilliant idea of looking at these as top line behaviors. Yes. And um, so I'm going to read them. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, take excellent care of myself reach my goal weight and metabolic health goals. Number two, gratitude lists every damn day. And she says three items. <laughs> and it is, it's like, it's so easy to be like, okay, I'm gonna do gratitude lists every day. But then you start doing it and then you go like, oh, I don't wanna do it today. Um, that is the reason for the damn day. Three, clarify my plan for more satisfying and meaningful work. Four, exercise my boundary muscle at work and in romance. Number five, be more honest about my opinions on controversial issues. Uh, it's so easy to just push that stuff down and suppress it. Remain debt free. I paid off all my debt in October of 2020. And I remember what that feels like. Um, seven, reach savings goals. 
Eight, start my own YouTube channel with weekly offerings. Nine, have every square inch of my epidermis lasered. <laughs> But she says, just kidding. But she's not really. I mean, she, she she's not really. She, she wouldn't would. have put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> Number 10, stop being obfuscating. Stop lying about my age. Stop lying? That's what it means. Stop lying about my age. Or she's like, she gets, gets gray when someone will say, well, how old are you? You know, oh, well, you know, so, you know, uh, obfuscating is just like say a it. smoke screen. Yeah. That's funny. Remain alcohol-free. Number 12, forgive myself. Yeah. And then you heard what, she, what MG said about number 13, about the cats. Yes, yes, yes. So let, let, let me just give me a, you know, how that resonates with you, the list. So it's got a whole bunch of humor in it. And, you know, I know this person and, you know, she has a very healthy sense of humor and I know that for me, like, you know, you and I, we, we often talk about like people new in recovery, but you and I are a little bit longer in recovery. And for me, if I can flavor something with a little bit of humor, it's always more palatable. You know, it's, it's sweeter to me. And so she's got some good humor in there. And these are all like logical, sober, you know, she's not talking about, you know, something uh, cuckoo or extraneous. I mean, these are like, you know, really uh, achievable goals, you know? Um, well, how, how will these, if these, if this was your list, how would it contribute to your sobriety? My God, it would just, you know, it would just make it, I feel like take it off to the next level. It would just, it's just like a rocket booster. I mean, well, why does remaining debt-free and I'm being like, I, I know the answer to yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. I want, why, how does remaining debt free affect my addiction and sex and love addiction? Okay. So for me, it's about peace and about, uh, I don't want to say happiness, but like, uh, no worry. So for example, you know, and it's also like a boundary. So one of the things that I did do around my second to last qualifier is I bought a bunch of stuff. I went into debt for this guy. And so if I can keep that, like if remaining debt free is just on my general list of intentions, the way that it contributes to my sex and love addiction is it's like I can't act out with money around my sex and love addiction. And when I am like a solvent and I have no unsecured debt, the freedom and peace of mind and ease that comes from that it's just miraculous and this person called me when they paid their debt off and it was just she didn't realize how big it was until it was gone you know what i mean it's an albatross around your neck Jesus you know it's like Christ this on a weight. cracker oh my god and i think it affects our worthiness our self-esteem and uh, those two things for me, my worthiness and my self-esteem definitely contributed to accepting crumbs, a, a toxic, unhealthy relationship. Yeah. And so there's this piece that comes into, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be your debt. You know, it can be keeping your, your space, your living space clean. Or I love the one about the YouTube channel because... That is her allowing her creative side 
And, you know, I've shared in here before, I have a theory. If you are not creating something, women were born, we were created to create. We were, we are designed to create. And if you're not creating, then your shit will squeeze out and you'll, you're going to end up acting out. But it's true. If you get that shit under control and you begin, in fact, that's, we started this podcast because MG had gotten to this point where we needed to, she needed to create something. And she had said, what about a podcast? And I was like, let's do it. Like, let's do that. That just sounds really fun. And, um, or I might've been the one that suggested it. I don't really remember, remember. but, but you know, I was, we were in law of attraction together and I felt that everything that I was trying to manifest, it wasn't happening. And I was like, it's something to be like, let something to finish. Yeah. 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 I needed to get this piece of art and then let's do Yes. And that's what this podcast is. It is a create it's, it's our creative outlet and it is out, you know, it, it takes my, um, this is my art. This is my art. Well, this is what I'm good at. That's right. Cause you're good at speaking, Elizabeth. You're good about communicating. You're good about explaining. I can articulate yeah. clearly what my, how my addiction showed up and what helped me. And that's why I love these things because the, and, and the thing number, the one she said about the lying about her age, number 10, <laughs> because that is your integrity, you know, and that is yeah. yourself accepting yourself as your, and it goes back to the worthiness and lovingness and, um, and, and self-esteem. Just, this is me. This is who I am. I'm 61 years old and I, I love myself and I don't want to be, you know, I don't even want to be 51. I don't want to do those years again. I want to live a lot longer, but you know, that's for right now, this is where I'm at and it's okay. But I do think that it's just the integrity piece of it. So in every one of these things, and the, number one, it's self-care, right? Yeah. And that's like, Excellent. oh my God, I'm, I'm right there with her. You know, I've got some things in working to, in, in, to, you know, help me get there. But it's like, you know, the reason that I want to take excellent physical care of myself is because, you know, I got some shit that I want to do. I want to go back to school in the fall and I want to learn Spanish and I want to get really fit so that I can, you know, be of service so that God can use me out in the world. So I'm sorry. I, I think I interrupted you. What were you no, say? no, no, no. I love it. And then number two is gratitude and gratitude is a verb. You know, gratitude is a verb. Gratitude is something we do. It isn't just like, you know, thinking about it or like saying it. It's a verb. And once mm. you you change your mindset, I got this um, this reading today from the Daily Ohm about um, this quote from Albert Einstein. And it said, it said like, if if you're in a place where you cannot solve a problem offer it to someone else and get a different perspective that's what gratitude is it offers a different perspective if i'm in this Ooh. space where like oh my god like where is he why doesn't he call me mm. why blah 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 but i move over to like oh my god i'm so grateful that i am not ill i am so grateful for my physical health yeah. i'm grateful for my warm house yeah. i'm grateful for loving doggy you know oh yeah oh yeah 
Well, I remember that I did a gratitude list with you and about nine other people. I think that was right. For a while we did that. For a while we did that. And it really helped me in New York. And we sent each other our list like 10 a day. And it was it was a good exercise for me to send those 10. But it was even great to read everybody else's. Because I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm grateful for that too. Right. So it was like this, you know, a self-perpetuation machine where every day it was like, all this gratitude was like flooding my inbox and then I got busy and you know I was like man you know how we do yeah we move away from it don't ask me why I don't know why but we just get tired of it or we get it's not necessary or we feel better like whatever we were doing it for moves out of our life and so we stop doing it and oh that's like not a good thing to do cannot stop doing what is working for you when it works it's like you know stopping taking your lithium when you need to be taking your lithium every day it's like oh i feel better so you you know you stop taking your medication and then you know you start feeling worse so that's what i think that you and i talk a lot about that the reason that i you and i are active in service is because we know that in order to keep it we got to give it away and staying connected is how I, it's, it's like my, you know, <laughs> anti-malaria pill, you know, it's like we're, we're taking that little pill so that if, uh, if a um, trigger or, measure, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Because, you know, at any point, you know, a really handsome plumber could come in my house and I'm off to the races. <laughs> It's on like Donkey Kong, you know? I mean, that's my little addict. She rearing her little head. Really? Okay, he's cute. And, you know, I love her number three, clarify my plan for more satisfying and meaningful work. You know, I'm doing that. And this week I filled out my FAFSA, which is, uh, if you got our listeners don't know, in order to go to school, you have to fill out, I have to get financial aid. You have to get financial aid, yeah. And so the deadline was January 15th, and I didn't even realize that. And so earlier this week, I had a little break at work, and I was like, let me go look at that FAFSA thing. And it was like, oh, I was two days away. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I filled that out, and I've gotten approved for it. And I've started, like, you know, downloading the application and looking at all that. And then I had a conversation with my boss because I'm going to need a recommendation letter from him, and I wanted to let him know. Here's what I'm thinking. And, you know, that, Elizabeth, was like such a gift of recovery because now in my life, the way my work relationships are, are that they not only provide for me, but they're, but I work with people who esteem me and who I can be honest with. I mean, you have the same experience at work as well. Yeah, but I know what you're saying because I did not always. And it is really important just to stay. It's, you know, I I love that part of it too. the clarifying my plan for more satisfying, meaningful work, because if I feel the way that I do at work, then I stop seeking it outside in inappropriate or unhealthy or toxic relationships. Mm, mm. That's that part that that's what that did for me. Yeah. when I realized like, hey, you know, there's people at work that love me and that um, 
really respect me and need me. And when I get that, when I get esteemed at work, then I stop looking for it outside of myself, you know, and I put myself in positions where I do feel important and like I matter. I think Um, that's critical. Yes. And then the boundary muscle. Yeah. You, you know, (laughs) this is a hard one for sex and love addicts or any kind of addict to, you got to, you know, that repeatedly when I'm working with someone, I, there's a one word sentence. That's a complete sentence. No period, no period, no period. Yeah. You don't have to explain. And if you find yourself in this position where you're like, well, maybe I could tell them this, or maybe I could tell them that that's because you're afraid. I was working with uh, Georgie this week and she was saying, you know, when we check in with our gut, that there's only two answers, yes and no. If it's a maybe, it's usually a no. Yeah, yeah, because you're being wishy-washy. Right. Unless it's about like, should I start this or start doing that or starting to do something healthy, you know? It's because you're being wishy-washy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I hear you, you know, but as we do recover, it's much easier. And I work in situations where I can set boundaries unless it's about the printer. And then we, you know, and it's Sue and we can't do anything about that. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm. That printer comes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't break down that much. I, I'm just, I'm kidding. Yeah, but it I comes up a lot in this podcast. Yeah, I'd love to know how many times we talk about the printer at MG's office. <laughs> but it's about the boundary work that continues in our lives because, listen, this work doesn't end. At, at no point, Elizabeth, are you and I so enlightened that we're floating six inches off the ground and, and angels That's exactly where this list comes from. That is because when you get to this point where, okay, I'm not jonesing for the guy. I haven't for a long time. And I'm fairly clean in all of my relationships. And so what happens is, is, is I go, you know, and some people get bored and that's dangerous, but this will prevent that. If you're always in a place where you're like, if you know you were born to create, you were designed to be creative and you've got to be creating all the time. And then what else do you want to accomplish? And it's like the, the number one question that I ask either with a sponsee or a client, what do you want? What do you want? The first thing I have a, a sponsee do is what is, what does sobriety look like to you? And yeah. what do you expect from me? What do you want from me? What are your expectations? What do you that. think I'm going to do for you? I love that. Uh, I don't. I don't do that. Maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> but yeah. But what what I usually do is I say this is how I I work, and you know if you want to work like that, then okay. But uh, I should say what what are it's your really it's about having boundaries though, MG, and that is the reason that I developed that whole like. I have this introductory way of uh, things that I cover when I'm working with someone because I had someone I was working with and we became very close. And um, the... Was this the one that would call you at 9.15 at night? 9.50. <gasps> yeah. The latest you can, What's the latest I can call you? 10 p.m. So she would call 9.50, 9.55. And then talk for an hour. Oh, no. And that happened repeatedly. And did I ever say like, 
uh, dude, it's like 10 to nine. You got 10 minutes or 10 to 10. You get 10 minutes oh. or I can give you five minutes. Yeah. No, I didn't. No. And so what happened was, is it just became this like pattern and she kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And finally she did. And I said, Hey, you know, it's late and I, 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 I can't help you right now. I've got to get up at five. I have a 5am spin class to go to. And, um, she said, but wait, I'm suicidal. And I was like, then call the suicide hotline. Or 1-800-273. And she got really mad and hurt. And, um, then, and she expressed that. And I was like, I understand and, and empathize, but I, I cannot help you if you're suicidal. That's not my role. No. And so, um, a couple of weeks later, she asked if she could come over and she just wanted to talk, but she didn't want to talk. She had a list <laughs> to read to me of all the ways I fell short. Oh. And, um, yeah, it was unpleasant, but I learned from it. You know, well, I sure. learned that I had a part in that. I yeah. should have had a boundary way before that. You know, I ha and it was so evident to me and that is what happened, you know, and that's why I'm able to have these conversations. Look, right. I'm not your new best friend, right. your sponsor, you know, right. I'm right. not going to be calling you and having these reciprocal conversations. Uh, I'm here for you and I will listen yeah. to you. We meet once a week and we do step work and we do this, you know, and it, it keeps it really clean. I do that. I do that now too. I do. I do set those boundaries clearly, but the one that that kicked me off, uh, or you know, when it was like, because I had this happen last week, about be more honest about my opinions on controversial issues, and, and this wasn't even about a controversial issue. This was just, this was the acupuncture lady I went to go see. I was really ticked off at her, and after she came back in the room, she was like, "How are you?" And I said, fine, but I got to go. And I wasn't fine. I was ticked off. So, you know, Elizabeth, what I want to ask you is I was clear in my head that I was ticked off. And I made a decision just to say I'm fine, which is, you know, I guess the word is equivocate. I don't know. But it was just like I just, you know, made that decision to say I'm fine because I didn't want to get into a whole conversation with, oh, why are you ticked off? And, you know, um, get well, into Well, I guess it. the question is, is why? Why didn't you want to express that? Okay, I'll tell you the answer. I always am so fearful of expressing my anger because I'm afraid it's going to be like the Incredible Hulk. So, Your anger or the conversation that you're going to have? the conversation, like I'm going to go off and I'm going to like flip tables and shit, you know, and I never have. And, and I used to, my old therapist used to say, well, let's, let's, you know, role play. Like, 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 let's get it out. Like, you know, go ahead and flip a table. Like, and we like, he said, no, don't really flip a table, but you know, like here's, here's an Afghan you can throw. That was the most unfulfilling exercises to throw an Afghan. You know, yeah. It was like nothing. I'm just throwing nothing. It was just, you know, so, uh, but, you know, it, it's that fear that, that I'm going to be rude and I'm going to be hurtful. I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And that's codependent. That's kind of codependent. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think that if you can find the word, so what happens with me with that, and I have that same sort of reaction, but um, I remember this happening with my daughter. Um, she said something to me. I remember like, I don't know what she said, but I was in the car and she said something and I said, I feel like I just want to hang up. And she said, mom, don't just tell me what I tell me what's wrong. And I, and I told her, and I don't even remember what it was specifically. And she said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to be like that. And we talked and we got through it, but man, I, I just wanted to like run and I could feel it in my heart. I wanted to like, it started pounding. It's like, you need to get the fuck out of here, you know, hang up the phone and run. And, um, it was that feeling that makes me feel like I'm not known. Like, you don't, you don't get me. You, you don't understand me. You don't know, you know, you said this thing and it made me feel like you don't really know me. And that is my, that, that just, it triggers that thing. And I'm really glad that I was able to, that she said, mom, don't hang up. But here's the deal. She's your daughter, someone you know and you love, right? This woman I just met. So I think from You still have a right to say, it doesn't feel good that you left me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so much of it is is not having the right set of words, mm. that sentence or that phrase that you that will disarm your anger. You know. And, and I think that that my work around this is as I say it more, I'll establish I'll get at that vocabulary, and I'll have those things because actually, you know, later on that day. I had to go to the bank and you know they're only doing drive through so it was like the commercial lane and then this other lane so I got in the commercial lane and the guy was taking for fucking ever and so I was like oh let me try to go in that other lane and then I pull out and then another car goes behind the commercial I was like oh my god I'm so frustrated and it was like you know work's waiting on me where are you where are you and they're not really saying that I'm saying that in my head they're not texting me but I'm like you know usually it takes five minutes to go to the bank but this took like 25 minutes and so by the time I got up to the cashier, the guy said, hello, how are you? And I was able to say, I'm very frustrated. And he was like, okay. He didn't say why or whatever. I just said, you know, my, my truth. And I gave him my deposit slip. And then that was it. So, you know, I was able later on in the day to say it. But that was already because I was in a bad mood because of that acupuncture chick. I think that's just the thing, though, is like, you know, it's allowing that, um, you know, the person, and that is so, so in line with that, having an honest opinion, it isn't about having an honest opinion. It's about being honest. Well, and it you know, she feel good for you to leave me in here for so long. Well, and I mean, and this isn't even about a controversial issue. This is just about, no, but it is for you because you're not accustomed to standing up for yourself like that. Yeah. You just go like, Oh, it's fine. Right. And then you leave and you go like, I don't like that. Right. I, I just feel like I ate some bitter cake, you know, I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> but again, cake. these are high bottom problems. Yeah. 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 And I, I encourage you listener to, um, you know, to create a, a list of intentions for yourself and, things that maybe you may need some accountability with, you know, which is for MG and I, 
many times this meeting and this podcast where we, you know, we hold each other accountable. And one of the things that I'm going to start with my sponsees once they work through the 12 steps is I want to work through the 12 traditions with them and, you know, also ask them to make an intention list, you know, for whatever, you know, when we begin work or when we're done and, and, you know, to see maybe how it changes. Because I think that it's important to, uh, like, you know, begin with the end in mind. Like, where do I want to yeah. go? How do I want to uh, live my life? What are my intentions? I love it. I love it. I love it too. Well, thank you. And thank you, uh, Reader, for that email. We so appreciate it. We love you. You're if you welcome. would like to email us, don't forget you can email us about the podcast at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. If you have a question, if you have a, a, a suggestion for a topic, if you have a comment, and uh, we'd love to hear it. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Till the next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sober Sisters Talk podcast. To find our podcast, we're at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. We're also on Apple iTunes and on Facebook. See you next week.